Is your heart right? You see, your heart is the center of your life. You know, if you think about your heart, your physical heart, it beats a hundred thousand strokes every 24 hours. It contracts 4,000 times an hour. Our blood weighs about 25 pounds and all of it passes through the heart every four minutes. In Proverbs 23, 7, the scripture says, as a man thinketh in his heart, and the heart is used throughout the Bible, considered far more than a bodily organ. It's the seat of our emotions. You see, the heart has come to stand for the center of the moral, spiritual, and intellectual life of a person. It's the seat of a person's conscience and life, and extremely important. Is your heart right? Is it right with God? Because if it's not right with God, your sins are not forgiven. You're not going to heaven when you die. Our hearts have to be right. I'm asking about your heart. What about your heart? Dig deep into your heart tonight in your thinking. How are you toward God? Are you right with God? The Bible says, prepare to meet thy God. And before you can prepare to meet God, your heart has to be right. And your heart has to be touched by the Holy Spirit. Now, what does the Bible teach about the heart? The Bible teaches that our hearts are sinful. Mine is, yours is, we're born with it. From Adam and Eve, it's passed on from generation to generation. And the Bible says, first of all, that our hearts are full of evil imaginations. Proverbs 6:18, a heart that deviseth wicked imaginations. And then secondly, the Bible says, the heart is desperately wicked and deceitful. Jeremiah 17, 9, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? That's your heart. That's what the Bible thinks of your heart. That's what God thinks about your heart and my heart. The Bible says the heart is far from God in Matthew 15. This people draweth nigh unto me with their mouth and honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. How many of us go to church and sing? How many of us go to church and listen to the clergyman? How many of us outwardly live a fairly good life, but our heart is far from God. And then the Bible says our hearts are treasury of evil. Mark 7, Jesus said, for within, out of the heart, proceed evil thoughts. Evil thoughts come from the heart. Adulteries. You might commit adultery with your body, but it starts in the heart and in the mind. And fornications and murders and thefts and covetousness and wickedness and deceit lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness, all these things the Bible, Jesus said. So the most important thing in the world for you is to be sure that your heart is right with God and that you have been forgiven of all those things. You see, there's something wrong with us that we don't recognize in the world in which we live. Our world is secular. Our world doesn't want to take into account that God exists or that man is made in the image of God. His heart is made in God's image and made for fellowship with God. And without God, it's dark. You see, he darkens our, the devil darkens our understanding. Sin darkens our understanding. Sin paralyzes our will, dulls the conscience, and defiles the heart. And then the Bible says that we have unbelieving hearts. Take heed, brethren, lest there be any among you with an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God, Hebrews, the third chapter. And then our hearts are blind. 
Ephesians 4, having the understanding dark and being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. And then the Bible says our hearts are deceitful. The heart is deceitful above all things. Think of it. Above all things, your heart is deceitful. It deceives you. It deceives other people. And then in Psalm 101, it says that our hearts are proud. Him that hath a high look and a proud heart, I'll not recognize, says God. Then the Bible says our hearts are rebellious, but this people hath a revolting and rebellious heart. They're revolted and gone. The Bible says that our hearts are idolatrous. We think of other things more than we think of God, and anything that you think more of than you do of God becomes idolatry. The Bible says our hearts are stony, hard, cold, and barren. That's your heart. That's what the Bible says. That's how God diagnoses your heart. And let me tell you something. The Bible says, He that hardeneth his heart, being often reproved, shall suddenly be cut off, and that without remedy. In other words, there'll come the last time that you harden your heart and it'll all be over. Be no more chance for you. Because you see, when you harden your heart, it builds a little ring around it. And the Holy Spirit may speak to you again, but your heart will be harder. It'll be like Pharaoh's heart, getting harder and harder every time. Until when God speaks to you, you can no longer hear him. What about you? Is your heart right? He studies it. You can't fool him. You can't hide. He knows all the secrets. He weighs your heart. How much do you weigh? All the way through the scriptures, we read about the blood of Jesus Christ. There is a lot about blood in the scriptures. But the Bible says without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness of sin. If Jesus Christ had not died on that cross and shed his blood for you, there's no way you could be forgiven of your sins. And the Bible says that he gives a new heart. God says an old heart will not do. You have to have a new one. And God doesn't just patch you up. A new heart also I will give you and a new spirit will I put within you. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you a heart of flesh. God says a new heart is what you need. What about you? Have you received this new heart from God? If your heart's right, the rest of you is going to be right too. Christ changed the pattern of living. He said, a good man out of the good treasures of the heart bringeth forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasures brings forth evil things. Christ said, except a man is born from above, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. How do you receive it? First, you must repent of sin. You have to say to God, oh Lord, I'm, I've sinned, I'm sorry. I'm willing to change my way of living. That's repentance. I'm willing. Notice you can't do it yourself. God has to help you even in the repenting. And then you receive him by faith. Faith in Christ. Not in anything else except Christ. And what he did at the cross and the resurrection. When God raised him from the dead and he's alive. Jesus said there are two roads. There's the narrow road and the broad road. You're on one or the other. Which one are you on?